You're listening to Less Stress in Life with hosts Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher. We believe life with less stress and more energy is possible with the right tools, strategies, and knowledge. So we bring you real conversations around the stress of relationships, money, and the daily hassles of life with guests that will inspire, challenge, entertain, and motivate you to take action. Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher. And today our guest is Stephanie Scott Kolakowski. So excited to have you here, Steph. I'm so excited and grateful to be here with both of you. Stephanie is the founder and managing director of Grow Hub GR, Grand Rapids' first female and family-owned business incubator and community co-working space, and Grow Business Today, a growth and marketing consulting agency. She grew up in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Her noni and Poppy were first-generation Italian immigrants who taught her the importance of faith, family, and service, and this is exactly how Steph shows up in the world. She spent 16 years in corporate America, leading local, regional, and national sales teams in radio, television, digital, and local programming. Known as an idea person, she's a naturally born innovator. Where others see problems, she sees opportunity. So glad to have you today. What was your motivation to step out into entrepreneurship? Oh, that's a great opening question, Deb. I love how you just (laughs) dove right into it. (laughs) Um, So first and foremost, I think that people like us who are all entrepreneurs on this, we don't set out in the world thinking like, hey, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. That is what I'm called to do. It usually comes, as did mine, through a series of peaks and valleys and a journey in life that leads us down a path to say, wow, um, I have talent and purpose to give to this world. And I want to make the world a better place for other people um, in growing their companies and growing people, planet, profit, and purpose. And so what led me down here was Actually, to be honest, um, it was an experience that I went through in my last job where I loved what I did um, and I'm grateful for the experience I had, but it was a culture that was broken and it was a culture that um, wasn't where I felt like I could show up to the table as my whole hope dealing self. And I was blessed to be eliminated from that position. Now I look back at it as a blessing, right? Like at the time it was devastating. Like it was like, oh my gosh, I just grew this company millions of dollars. I got the team I brought over. I felt guilt. I felt shame. I felt hopelessness. I felt all of the things and it was real, right? Um, but it gave Gave the great into saying, okay, taking a step back after getting through the brokenness, dropping to my knees and asking Lord for guidance of finding my purpose. And now Grow Business Today, um, we started operating and launching to help companies not only just grow business, but to grow people and to do it the right way from heart center and for purpose. What in you um, caused you to shake that off and move forward? Because, you know, there are many who um, become broken after those events and don't recover. So what is it about that, that what helped you on your path? Absolutely. That's a great question, Barb. You know, um, it was actually coming back to my whole self and my inner child and realizing during the journey um, and when stressful things have, are happening as a a survivor and thriver of trauma, 
because I believe that my past experience has broken way to be and put me exactly where I'm supposed to be and be able to show and help others get to that other side too. In in my lane of entrepreneurship, it was really going back within and just learning how to love myself again and to give confidence to myself that I can do this. I've been an entrepreneur a lot longer than the last six months, right? When I had this epiphany, I've always been innovating in companies. I've always been the idea generator. I've always helped others build business. And and the time is to build it for our family and, and, and other families, help them to get to that point too. So that's how it's really going back into self um, and finding ways to cope with the stress, the unknown, and also release the faith part of me. Mm. Steph, you're not the first person that's been in on this podcast who's had a similar journey, both mentioning trauma and getting basically the pink slip. What other event in your life helped shape you for today? What, what is it that maybe happened in the past that kind of helped you form into the person that you are? You talk about faith and um, family, but the, what, what was a catalyst? So growing up, I, um, I really give a lot of credit for my solid foundation and faith, family, and service to my family. My papi and my noni um, were integral parts of my life and taught me and instilled in me core value. Um, And it wasn't something that we just said, or we went to work and, and we showed up like this. It was, we took that whole self to everything that we did. Um, And the things in my life, good, bad, indifferent, we're all good now, right? Looking back because it helped to mold and shape me. But because in the hard times, I had that solid foundation of faith. I knew that I could count on family and family to me is not just bloodline, right? Family to me are also people in our lives that you have that special connection with you. You feel like you can be your whole self with you show up for each other and each of you give giveth of something different um, to the table um, that you can count on. Right. Um, And also re-looking at to and redefining that mental health, there's such a stigma Right. So I recognize that in the past, my natural tendencies were to jump right to anxiety, depression, those feelings of guilt and shame, working alongside helpful people, Deb yourself included in the scenario, and reintroducing to myself ways of coping, um, both in the traditional medical and non traditional realm, have helped me to make sure that when those times arise, that I am self-checking and self-regulating and still pushing forward and showing up as my whole self to a table. And creating spaces for others to do the same is very important. And it's really why we're even here today at GrowHub GR is to create that business incubator where people can come as they are and growth happens here. Because I think entrepreneurship, we have the doctrine, like this is the checklist, you go see the venture capitalist, you do your financial literacy, you check it off. I can connect you to this person. They got money. They got social capital. They got intellectual. Okay. That's great. But if you don't get to know the person and what that barrier really looks like, they could have all those things, but 
they need help. So one of our, our things here is we break down walls so we can break through in business. And really, that's the root and the foundation of a lot of, of times of how people need that support to get to that next level. Yeah. And maybe that support is they have to deal with those old traumas and they have to learn a new baseline, just like what you mentioned. Uh, Steph, you don't have any problem referring those people out to get that support. How have you seen those people that are in those circles that are surrounded by people? How have they bit the entrepreneurial bullet, so to speak, in a different way to move towards success instead of sitting back and saying, I can't do this? So I think that um, I look at it as a superhero power. I love how you always refer to your superhero power. Mine is growth and connection. I think a lot of us who have found ways to cope and, and overcome and thrive through trauma um, and address those inner child issues have this amazing ability to look at the world through a growth mindset. When we're around people, right, that say, yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> it's good. And but we have this really cool superhero ability to do that, because it's part of our resiliency skills that we've learned and developed through the course of our journeys. And what's beautiful here is and some of the people that I have referred to, Doug, because I do appreciate what you do and how you do it and why you do it is you can, I can usually connect and understand who needs that right now. And it's somebody who's able to be vulnerable and share kind of what they're going through in the moment, maybe not the details of it, but give you a little bit of, but he had her so focused on the growth. They're so right from there, they flip to, and I'm in this business and I'm doing this and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yes. Yes, and that, and that it's amazing, and you are amazing. So, but let's go back to where we where we just started from. Can you tell me more about that? And then it's kind of like a light of okay, we've got to we've got to talk and address this first because even if you if you start working on this, and it's gonna all unravel, right? Like you want to make sure you you are the core of everything that you do. You are you're the leader in everything that you do. Let's let's show up for you first, right? Uh, make sure you're good. That's the surprising thing for many entrepreneurs and many women who maybe are just even doing side hustles is that they think really all that's needed is a good business plan and and get ready to to move forward. And and the truth is our inside story is often playing uh, sabotage with our outside success. And so, you know, it sounds like some of the work that you've done has really been about that inside journey. Amen, yes. And I'm grateful because I've had people in my life that I've worked with who have also given, given me space and empowerment and focusing in and being okay. Because if be proud of who you are, be proud of your past, every little piece of your past and who you are made you who you are today. And you're pretty amazing, right? And you're exactly how God wanted you to be. Um, so seeing those breakthroughs and being bearing witness myself to being a person with a breakthrough in that area of my life is a blessing. I remember going to church as a young married person. I wasn't too young. I guess it was in my thirties. And I was struggling big time in my marriage. 
three kids, lots of crazy drama going on in my family. My mom was sick and I started to see a therapist and I said to him, I want to be just like that family in front of me in church. And he said, oh, Deborah, it's all a facade. There's crap going on behind those doors. You have no idea. And it wasn't that long after that that woman came to church bawling her eyes out because her husband went off with a younger uh, woman. And so I think to close our eyes to the fact that these things don't happen or pretend because we look at media's models of success, it's really Mm -hmm. detrimental to us um, as women. And it's also detrimental to the girls that we're raising. I see you doing some really cool stuff with your daughter and really being open about those challenges. How has having a daughter who's, what is Abby now 11-ish? She is 11 and a half, going on yes. 30. <laughs> <laughs> so how has your journey shaped the journey that you want to give to her? Oh, Deb, you're going to get me emotional here. Um, you know, being a mom, being blessed to be a mom to, to a little girl, is also terrifying (laughs) the same time when we look back and we say, how can we play a role? And so with Gabby, empowering Gabby to be her whole and real self, like Gabby is strong. She came home um, actually a couple of weeks ago from school and they have tests in school for pull-ups and uh, there's a limit for boys and there's a limit for girls and the girls limit is less. Well, in this specific strength category, Gabby is out pull-uping the boys. So they get to their, their test, and Gabby is still going, and the gym teacher told her to stop, that she hit her quota. And Gabby comes down, and she's really upset, and she says to the gym teacher, but I can keep going. And she came home from school, and we had this great conversation in the car right on the way home. I never want my daughter to be limited to anything that she wants to achieve. And that's in her calling and in her purpose to achieve. And so creating a space that she, no matter what that looks like or what that is, can move forward and doing what brings her joy is hugely important to me and creating opportunities for others, like in this space here and having conversations with other really amazing women to say, hey, let's talk about imposter syndrome. Let's talk about trauma. Let's talk about barriers to business, but let's also link up hand in hand and push forward together because we're stronger together and creating that space for our daughters and that example for our daughters. You know, traditionally um, in school, I was the tomboy. You know, I liked to hang out with the boys because there was no drama. (laughs) You know, like we climbed trees, (laughs) we climbed trees and went outside and all those things. And so creating a world now where we can just show up and just be real and not have to be put on the pretty makeup and sit around the status quo, but just be real and make sure our daughters had the opportunity to do that too. But also be proud of the fact I love to cook for my family now that I learned how to cook, you know, like I love to do some of the traditional roles that I didn't normally take on but I'm still Miss Independent too, right? Like we're a family, we work together, but I still have my creative independent mind that I need to honor as well. I want Gabby to know she can be all those things too. She doesn't have to fit into a box. What would our world be like if we looked at strengths and we really embraced our strengths rather than our weaknesses? It, It makes me 
dream big. Yes. Um, changed one year. My husband told me to dream big. And um, when COVID was coming out of the brokenness and everything else, and I'm getting started, and he just re-launched in me that desire to dream big by saying, hey, just dream big. And then a year and a half later, we're here. The power of our words, the power of what we say to people, sometimes we don't give it enough, right? Like even just walking down the street, and not just complimenting an open-ended compliment, but taking the time to be intentional about honoring that person for who they are and how they show up in the world. It puts and plants seeds in our minds, in our hearts, in our souls that we never know a lot of times as, as pastor buyers, but flourish. And um, that's something here too, that we're very passionate on the collective is, is helping people to bloom, to grow and to thrive in life, right? To process. You have a t- you have a lot of different roles. So your mom, stepmom, grandma, your community activist, and an entrepreneur. How do you stay in harmony in your life with all those different roles that you play and the demands on your time? It's a really good question, and it's something that I have gotten a lot better at over the last few years, and has been part of a journey too. But it's aligning my time with what's truly important and honoring what's truly important to to my heart and to my soul in my family, in my community work, my life is knowing when to say absolutely yes. And if I don't have the time or it's something that doesn't align with my core values or what I'm purposeful about being okay, saying no now without feeling that guilt or that shame. Cause I think a lot of us, as helpers and go-givers, we want to do. It's giving yourself the grace to be able to say, no, I can't do that and being okay with it. I'm at that spot now. So I'm very intentional about what I'm spending time on it and in creating and helping and doing and what I'm aligning someone else who's very passionate about doing that and being better at delegating to doing instead. Barb's done a lot with core values and has always said that is one of the biggest stressors when people are not aligned with who they are meant to be and what they believe in causes a lot of havoc in life. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, if we're lucky, it's just havoc. If we're unlucky, it grows until such time as it really does get our attention in a big way. Yes. And we know when that is happening, right? Like we start to be in tune and I am, yeah, we've all been through those processes and knowing how to get ourselves back, right? (laughs) Okay. I'm starting to feel and go down a path that I know I'm starting not to sleep like I normally sleep. I'm starting not to eat like I normally eat. Let me pause for a minute and take a step back and realign because the worst thing we can do is just to keep going when we know something harmony wise isn't feeling right inside ourselves. So if somebody's struggling to take action and recognize what you just described, or they're wanting to move forward in their business, but they, they feel paralyzed and can't make that shift, what one piece of advice would you give them? Take a pause, take a step back first, (laughs) and then 
start to find journaling, reach out to a friend or a confidant that you can talk to about how you're feeling and be okay with having those conversations because it is okay to not feel good. It is okay to feel all those feelings. It doesn't make you a bad person or not. You're a very capable person. But when our body's doing that, it's telling us that we're needing something and we need to take a step back and we need to center ourselves and figure out what that is. You say that so eloquently and so beautifully. <laughs> well, I've had very good teachers and mentors, Bart, or, or I mean, Deb. So our time has gone by so fast. We try to keep these somewhat short so that folks can listen to them on their commute. We are so thankful that you could join us today, Steph. You have so much to share. And maybe if you're listening to this podcast, something that Steph said or an example we shared really triggered you and you can relate. If you're ready to take some action around stress or entrepreneurship, any of us would like to help you find the right path and be part of your from stressed to best journey. So all the connection points for Steph, as well as ourselves, will be in our show notes. And if you're on Facebook Live right now, I believe Steph is in our group, or you can connect with her on Messenger, or your website is called GrowGR. GrowHubGR.com. Okay, so grow, G-R-O-W-H-U-B, G as in grand, R as in rapids.com. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank Thank you, you. Steph. We wish you all the best. Thank you. You too, ladies. Have a blessed day. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.